Welcome to the Stronger Than Your Boyfriend podcast. We are Heather and Katie, owners of Barpath Fitness, here to help you sift through the bullshit and toxic misinformation that permeates the fitness industry. Today, we have a Q&A podcast. All right, team, you know the drill. We have three questions. If you want to ask us questions, join our Facebook group, Stronger Than Your Boyfriend, and ask it. Ask them there. You like that little accent? Like little beautiful. Switch up. <laughs> and then slide into the DMs on the social meds. Ask us a question there. <laughs> really just Instagram. Or wait, Facebook has a mess- messenger for like bar path, right? Yes. I guess you could go there too. Anywho. You totally could. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Let's move on. All right. What is the best way to measure body fat? Ah, that is a great question because I don't feel like there is a best way. You know what I mean? I, I feel like, you know, the gold standard has, has always been like DEXA scan or what is the other thing? Oh, hydrostatic pod. Oh, hydrostatic weighing and then the bod pod. Mm-hmm. But like in reality, who the fuck has asked access to that? And like if you do, let's say you can find one somewhere near you, you're going to have to pay a shit ton of money for it. Unless that's changed. I don't know. Do you know, Heather? No, I don't know. Um, But <laughs> I've done all of yeah. these methods and I'm sure you have too, Katie, in grad school. I yeah, did them in grad, grad school. school. Yeah. yeah. So it's I've done all these. Play with yeah. And they're, they're fun. So if you can, you know, if you can get your hands on hydrostatic wing, hell yeah. Because that's, <laughs> that's the, probably the best one. That's the best one for sure. Yep. Yep. And we're going to go into detail actually about more of this on, I think, next week's episode. We're going to talk about all sure the different are. kinds, hydrostatic wings, skin folds, bioelectrical impedance, bod pod, all that jazz. Yeah. Um, but as far as like the average person, um, there are a couple different methods you could use if you're not, you know, if you don't have access to these big scientific yeah. things. Um, the first one most people go to, which is the one that I hate the most, are those little handheld oh. um, bioelectrical impedance, like whatever they are, or yeah, who knows? or the scales. There's also the the scales yeah. where you weigh yourself and then it tells you your body fat. So yeah. I believe both of those use bioelectrical impedance, impedance, which we'll talk about next week and kind of the margin of error and how high it is um, yeah. and how it has to do with your hydration levels. So when you do those tests, take them with a grain of salt. They're probably, I've noticed they grossly overestimate how much body fat I have, um, but it could yeah. be you know different for everyone. If you're mm-hmm. going to use them, what you're looking for is trends over time, not yeah. the actual number. I will say if you work with a trainer in person, they should know how to do skin fold testing. Yeah. So that could be a slightly more accurate way as far as like above the little handheld thingy majigs. That's what I call them. Although, you know, it's still like human error is still going to play a part in that. But with any of these, though, like whether you get a DEXA, whether you do the, the handheld thingy, whether you do skin folds, Look for trends over time, like Heather said, because that is what's going to show you what's going on pretty much. And try the also try to, you know, take these tests or measure measurements around the same time Mm. of day. And if you're a female, ideally the same time of month. So you could actually see. So like maybe like right after your period, do it. I feel like that's a where our hormones are kind of like in a balanced state and we don't feel crazy. That's yeah. generally a good time. <laughs> That's probably a good call. Yeah. Yeah. And try to do like similar hydration and food levels too. Like some of these tests, they don't want you, they want you fasted. Some of the tests, they actually want you hydrated and fed. So just make sure you stick to it, stick to like a similar measurement protocol every single time. So yeah, the most important thing with any sort of measurement of any sort is trying to, 
you know, keep all the variables consistent, <laughs> you know, yes, so, so that yes. you can actually measure what you're measuring. With but, anything. <laughs> right, With exactly. Anything, yeah. But a couple other things that we, I think we talk about these in our How to Measure Progress podcast, which we talk about more than aesthetics, but we also talk about pictures. We talk about the way your clothes fit. There's a lot of other yeah. ways to kind of try to yeah. determine if it's body fat um, that you're losing or if it's muscle that you're gaining, et cetera. Yeah. I think pictures are can be a good mm-hmm. objective measurement in a way. It's not like you're measuring anything per se, but you're seeing you're objectively looking at pictures. Like I know some people have body image, like warped body images, and they'll look at a picture and it's completely different and they'll be like, No, there I don't see any change. So maybe you have someone else look at it for you, like yeah. your coach like or a coach. Yeah, like a coach, pretty much. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and they can actually like like take a step back and say, oh, you're actually losing body fat because they they want you to have progress so they can tell you like what you need we need to change if there is a variable that we need to change if we're not seeing any progress. So yeah, totally. All right. Wait, just last yeah. note, don't yeah. use weight as a body fat measurement mm, because you yes. can, I can cut your arm off right now and you can lose probably 10 pounds. But that's not body fat. That is not a threat, is it? No, that's not. <laughs> Maybe. No, <laughs> not a threat. Not a threat. Just a statement. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Okay. Um. Next question. How long does it take to build muscle? Ugh. These are these questions. They're just so like open-ended. It takes forever, but it can take, you know, a pretty quick amount of time too. It just depends on where you're at. If you're a beginner, you can gain muscle really quickly like within the first month or two of your training, the more advanced you are, the harder it is to put muscle on your body. So like Heather and I have been training for over 10 years now. It takes a lot of effort, a lot of eating and a lot of consistency to gain like one pound of muscle at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we have an episode where we actually talk about some of the science and research behind um, the rate of muscle gain. I feel like it's the body you want will take 10 years episode. episode Ooh, I love that one. I'm not sure if that's the right one, <laughs> but one. it's a good one anyway. So we got a lot go of traction on that one. Yeah. Yeah. You should go listen to the anyway. truth, y'all. <laughs> um, not that gaining any muscle will take 10 years, but the premise behind that podcast is very good. So go listen to it. It talks yeah. about, you know, enjoying the journey and like appreciating the little things along yeah. the way and not having your expectations be ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but I do believe we have rates of muscle muscle growth in that one in potentially. Yeah. Um, we, yeah. I don't feel like we should get into like the numbers and science mm-hmm. on this podcast, this Q&A podcast. Yeah. Because I do feel, I do think we talk about it in that one. So we can just link that. Mm-hmm. But also people get, you know, hung up on, well, I need to stick with it for three months because it takes three months to build X amount of muscle. And that's not really true because mm-hmm. also genetics are different. Like per- every person is different. So you might just be one of those people who build muscle really easily. And you might be one of those people who it takes a shit ton of work to build muscle. You know what I mean? So it kind of just depends. I mean, it's like with anything, honestly, if you have a trainer or a coach and they're like, this is the way and I know it. And they're not saying it depends then run away from them because there's a lot more nuance to this shit. So yeah, if you get a straight answer, they probably don't know what they're talking about. They don't. Yeah, <laughs> they're just trying to like bullshit you probably into buying more shit with them. <laughs> everyone loves the it depends answer. Yeah, answer. everyone fucking hates it. And it's like, well, that's the answer. Yeah, I feel like, like anyone who is like an expert in any field ever, that is the answer for anything. It literally is like <laughs> even even, you know, um, What's his name? Lane Norton, who's very like science, science, science. 
he still will be like, he'll change his mind if new research comes out. You know what I mean? So it's not like, you know, so dogmatic. Yeah, totally. A lot of name drop him. I don't know why we wouldn't be. I don't know either. All right. You ready for the next question? <laughs> yes. Okay. Can you work out seven days a week and still see results? Uh, why? Depends on what you're doing. Yeah. Why? Like, <laughs> and, oh, what about- do you mean by workout? Yeah. Like, are we taught if you're, if you're, if you mean strength training, absolutely not. You're going to overtrain. You're going to burn out and you're not going to build muscle. If you mean like you're doing three to four days a week of strength training, maybe you're doing one, one day of cardio, maybe you're doing some mobility on the other days. Yeah, sure. That sounds like a great routine. Maybe you're walking. I, maybe you mean just walking. general exercise, physical yeah. activity daily. It's, yeah, I, it's funny because I do feel like people think like they went on a walk and it. you should be walking. It shouldn't be like a workout for you. It just should be something that you should be doing. So if that's a workout in your eyes, then yes. Like if that's what you mean, like you're strength training and you're walking on your off days, absolutely yes. Workout seven days a week. Mm-hmm. But Let's just be real. Walking is the bare minimum for people. It should be the bare minimum for people. So yeah. if we're talking about hard-ass cardio workouts some days of the week and then the rest of the days you're doing hard-ass strength training workouts, no, you're not going to see results. You're actually probably see the opposite of results. Probably start losing muscle, being really fatigued, starting start getting injured. So there's a balance. This is the one thing in life where more is not better. Pretty mm. much everywhere else, I feel like it is. But with strength training and fitness and health, and working out more is not always better. So word. And it's so much effort. Like just like rest and you'll see results. It's, it's kind of like fun. rest. Yeah. Like <laughs> calm that. down. Yeah. Any, any other input, Heather? I don't think so. I mean, I, I feel like that question, cause like I have this new bike set up. Oh, so I have my bike, bike and I, I got my bike trainer and I had to buy this stupid thing to go in the middle of it. And it was such a pain in the ass. And then I bought this like desk that goes like you can lift it up and it leans over the bike so I can literally cycle on my road bike while I'm working. That um, thing is fucking cool. It's super hard. I'm it not going to lie. It looks like really intense and like really intricate. <laughs> it Okay, it is. Yeah. Which is also my new espresso maker. Like everything that I have oh. right now is intense and intricate. But I have this yeah. cool routine now where I wake up, I go upstairs, I turn on the espresso maker because it takes a while to warm up because it's like pretty intense. And uh-huh. then I come back down and while I'm checking my email in the morning because I'm a dumbass and that's the first thing I do and I know it's stupid but I do it anyway. You're I hop on the bike. Don't say that. Well, it's not it's not good for you to like get right into work when you wake up, you that's know, you're just supposed how to like you are, go outside and like get the sunlight. Okay, but like, like <laughs> who has time for all that shit? You know what I mean? Right, right, like, right. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so anyway. because I do that though, I've decided to start like riding the bike while I do it. Cause if I'm going to be looking either at my phone or my computer and I'm not really like typing or like focusing a lot. I'm just kind of reading and deleting. It's super easy to just get on the bike for like 10 minutes first thing in the morning. So do if you... that counts as working out seven days a week, I do that yeah. seven day a week, but I wouldn't okay. call that a workout. I call that Question movement. for you when yeah. you're doing that. Is that just like, you know, those, is it s- similar mentality as far as like those walking workstations where you're just trying to get movement mm-hmm. or are you actually like doing intervals and shit? <laughs> well, okay, here's the problem. So I built the whole bike setup myself on the trainer because I needed to get like a a certain axle part. Like the standard piece that comes with the trainer didn't fit on my bike because I'm, I don't know, an extra small person and I have an extra small bike or whatever. So I had mm-hmm. to get like a special axle throughput thingy to go through to fit with the trainer. And when I did that, I had to take the wheel off and the chain came off and I put the chain back on myself. I don't know if I did it right because it's really hard. Like 
no uh-huh. matter if I go to the least resistance, I uh-huh. my heart rate is like 150 something. And so, so, that, uh, so it's supposed to be more like a treadmill desk situation, but it's honestly like that's why I only go like 10 minutes. The most I've gone is 30, and that I have to like I'm huffing and puffing. That so but horrendous. like it, okay, but also it's kind of fun because first thing in the I morning it, it does wake me up to get my heart rate up to like yeah, 150 like for 10 like minutes. That. Yeah. So it's kind of nice. But but yes, I, I think it's supposed to be easier. Do you think you do you feel like you've gotten leaner since you started this? No, definitely not. Yeah, I was gonna I just want to put that out there. No. Just, I also just, like haven't changed anything else except for maybe I go out to eat more. So <laughs> Yeah, you're just you're, you know, compensating. No, no, no. Yeah. I just wanted to make that clear because I feel like people are gonna be like, Oh my god, she's probably like so much leaner now. And it's like, no, yeah, it's ten minutes right. in the it's morning. To get yeah, movement, no. no. To get movement yeah. in and to feel good. Yeah. And I don't want to do too much because I'm still strength training regularly and I don't want to screw that up. So yeah. I'm I'm very cognizant about the amount of cardio I do. I also like to swim a couple days a week. Yeah. So I do that. And so, and I teach occasionally. So there's a lot. So I have to like, you know, be careful. I'm trying to walk Larry more too. Trying to be better. Yeah. He's lazy, but he needs to walk. Yeah. I need to walk him too. (laughs) All right. Anyways. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We got off track, but uh, don't, don't quote unquote work out seven days a week, but move seven days a week. That's my feedback. Yes. Yes. Work out as far as strength training three to four times a week. And you're golden. Yep. And movement every day. Yes. Cool. All right. right. Sweet. Well, if you like this podcast, rate and review it. It really helps our little podcast get seen. Word. And that's it. Don't forget, we're your best friends. Always. 